Hello, beautiful people. My name's Erica, and welcome to episode two of The Good Talk. So, one thing that I want to talk about today is I want to get your guys' opinion on hitchhikers. Do you pick them up? Do you not pick them up? What do you do in that situation? I'm asking because I was recently involved in a potential hitchhiker situation and I don't think you should pick up hitchhikers. I mean, I've seen the hitcher. I don't really want to be tied to a semi and pulled apart by another one. I mean, I just really don't. I don't think it would feel good. I just think that would hurt my body, like, a lot. But in my town where I live, I went to the grocery store and I live off a road that you have to turn onto from the highway. And right at this turn, of course, is a stop sign and I'm going home and there's this truck sitting right down from the stop sign at my road. And I'm like, oh, his hood's up. Oh, he's got truck troubles. Oh, he's walking towards me. Wait, what? Oh my God, he's walking towards me. He's thinking I'm going to stop for him. And I speed up a little bit because I want to get to the stop sign before he does so I can make the turn. And he sees like I'm not going to stop. And then I start turning. And he throws his hands up in the air like, Chick, what the heck? Like, don't you see I'm stranded on the side of the road? When he throws his hands up in the air, I see like he's got a cell phone in his hand. And I'm like, you're good. You can call for help, right? Yeah, sure, because I'm like a tiny woman and you're like a dude. I mean, you're slightly older, but you're still a dude. I kind of am not going to stop and let a stranger into my vehicle. I mean, you can be my cousin from down the road and I might see you stranded and I'm not going to pick you up. I mean, we just don't live in the day and age that our grandparents did where you can go to church and leave your front door open and come home and all your stuff's still there. I mean, if you did that today... The only thing that people are going to think is, hey, I got this 45-inch flat-screen TV on my wall. I'm going to leave my door open and unlock for you. Come on in and steal it. I mean, we just don't live in the same day and age where you can do things like that. Like, leave your front door open. People are psycho. And I'm sorry. I don't like psycho, especially when I don't have a gun. I don't own one yet. I mean, I'm gonna, but right now, I don't. I wanna, but I don't. So I kind of don't want to let a guy in my vehicle if I can't hold him up at gunpoint. Because if I'm going to pick up a hitchhiker, I want to pull out my gun when you get in my car and say, try anything and I'll show you crazy. Because people are psycho. People are crazy. And it makes me feel really bad because some people are like genuinely stranded on the side of the road. They genuinely need to borrow your cell phone or get a ride somewhere. But you can't because people are psychotic and they will rape and murder you and take your body to another state and dump you off the side of Interstate 248. You know, in whatever state that's in. It's just crazy. You can't. And I have to admit that a long time ago, 
and it was the only time I ever did it. I kind of picked up a hitchhiker. Oops. It was not my finest moment. I regretted it almost instantly. I mean, but I'm like coming home from work and I'm driving and I see this truck broke down the side of the road and this guy standing there and I'm like, I'm not picking you up. I ain't no way I'm picking you up. But then he like sees I'm not gonna stop. He gets in the middle of the road. Like I can't go around him because his vehicle's on one side and he's standing on the other in the middle and the ditch is on the other side. I'm like, son of a, you know what? Seriously? You're not gonna let me pass? Gandalf would not appreciate that. I mean, you have got to let me pass. And I'm thinking in my head, just run over him. Nobody's gonna see, just run over him. Just hit him. But you know, of course, I might be a tad bit on the crazy side, not really that murderous. So I stop and he's like, my truck's broken down. Can I get a ride to my dad's? I reluctantly say yes. Reluctantly is a big reluctantly word. But I say yes and he gets into my vehicle. We start driving down the road. I swear to God, we don't even get 20 feet before he goes, where's your man at? I look at him. He goes, you know, are you single? That took two seconds. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, you look like you got a history with drugs. So no, don't even. I'm like instantly regretting letting this guy into my car. Lucky for me, like two minutes after that, we're driving down the road. He goes, oh, hey man, that's my dad right there. I'm like, thank you, Jesus, no, get out of my car. Thank you, Jesus, get out of my car. Because I might get a little murderous and kill you. Like, that was so crazy. And I'm like, I'm never, ever, ever, ever picking up a hitchhiker. I don't care if it's a guy. I don't care if it's a female. I don't care if you got your baby in your arm and Cujo is coming for you. I'm going to leave you there. I'm sorry, but I, I'm going to leave you there. Who out there would pick up a hitchhiker? Who does it often? I mean, what are your guys' opinion on that? I just personally think it's just way too risky. It's way too risky to pick up a hitchhiker. People are too crazy. You never know what they're going to do, where they're from, how terrible the rape and murder is going to be. I mean, just don't do it. It's not worth the risk. I mean, if you want to do something risky, do it on your own terms. Because getting kidnapped and murdered, that's not going to be on your terms. You're not going to get to say when or where or how. That's going to be on the psycho who you let into your vehicle's terms. If you're going to do something risky, do it on your own terms. Like, I don't know, climb to the roof of your house, scream, I'm Batman, and jump. You know, you're going to land on your feet and you're going to break your ankle, but at least you did it on your terms. I mean, you might be a little crazy, but it's on your terms, right? It's so much better than picking up a hitchhiker, getting tied to two semis and being pulled apart by your guts. Really? It's so much better. And then you get a trip to the emergency room and you might miss work. God knows I wish I could. 
or you might miss school if you were a kid and you're listening to this, my bad parents. I mean, you get a trip to the ER. Now, I'm not saying the ER is great. I mean, it's just another place you're going to go to die because emergency rooms are terrible. I mean, they are the worst places. They are like graveyards. When you go to the emergency room, you're going to your grave. I don't know why emergency rooms are so terrible, but they are. The last time I went to an emergency room, I got like a spider bite. Like I spent the night, like my leg hanging off the bed, outside of the covers, and I woke up and I'm like, my leg's itching. And I scratch it, I'm like, ooh, there's a little bump. There must have been a mosquito in my room last night. Then the next day it was like really big and I'm looking at it and I show my mom and I'm like, look how big this mosquito bite is. Like, holy crap, it's huge. She's like, that must have been a monster mosquito bite. I mean, it's like those mosquito bites. I hear they have in Arkansas or someplace up north where they're like the size of mountain lions. But then like on day three, I've got like this giant abscess on the back of my leg. I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe it'll go away on its own when it heals. It was obviously not a mosquito bite. I had a spider issue that I killed a very unnecessarily large spider in my bedroom. So I'm thinking, okay, well, this thing probably bit me when I was hanging my leg off the bed outside of the covers. I mean, at least it was the spider and it wasn't the ghost from Paranormal Activity, right? That grabbed me on my leg. So I'm thinking, no big deal. Then I'm up at like 2 o'clock in the morning and I'm texting. And of course I'm texting a guy because who else you're going to text at 2 a.m., right? And of course when you're texting and you're looking down at your phone, you see your hands and your arms and stuff. Well, mine all of a sudden was covered in hives. I'm like, oh my God, what is that? I look down at my legs, they're covered in hives. My stomach, covered in hives. I'm like, oh my God, I'm having an allergic reaction. And this abscess on the back of my leg is kind of like driving me crazy. It hurts, it itches. I'm thinking, crap. Spider bit me. Now I'm allergic. I gotta go to the emergency room. Because I'm thinking, because when, when you think allergic, you think EpiPen, peanut allergies, swelling, you turn red, you can't breathe, you die. So I'm like, okay, I gotta go to the ER. I go to the ER. You know, of course, you got to tell them what's wrong with you. By this time, the hives have moved up my stomach and my chest or to my neck. And they sit me down and I'm thinking, I know emergency rooms are kind of first come, first served kind of thing. But they do prioritize emergency. So if you come in, you're bleeding like a lot and you're like losing like a pint of blood every 10 minutes. They might kind of send you ahead of the guy that was been here for an hour, right? Okay, yeah. So I'm thinking, I have an allergic reaction. By the time I get to the hospital, the hives have moved to my face. My eye is starting to swell shut. They sit me down and I sit there and I sit there and I sit there and I sit there. And I sit there and I sit there and I sit there and I sit there. And I sit there and I sit there and I sit there and I sit there. Seriously, I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to die of anaphylactic shock before I see a doctor. I don't, but eventually I do get back there to see a doctor and I haven't gone into anaphylactic shock yet, 
miracle. And of course, you always talk to the nurse first. They want to know what's wrong with you. They put it in the chart. And the doctor is supposed to read the chart. They come in and ask you what's wrong with you like he doesn't already know because he read your chart. So my doctor did that. Of course, I had to repeat myself and I hate going to the doctor because I hate having to tell the same story twice. But he looks at the abscess on the back of my leg, confirms it's an abscess, says he's going to drain it. Says he's going to numb it before he cuts into it. Yeah, because this isn't the freaking war zone and you're not a battlefield doctor. You got to numb that stuff first. You just can't stick a scalpel into someone. But guess what he did? He didn't wait till the entire area was numb before he started cutting into my leg. And I'm like, dude, no, you need to back up. Cause you real close to my feet right now. My feet finna find your face. And he's like, oh, you're not numb yet? I'm like, aren't you supposed to check it first? You just don't cut into someone's flesh. Seriously? Finally, I'm numb. He cuts into my abscess. He pushes everything out. And it's not gross. It's not like pus or anything. It's just like blood. It was like a bloody sack on the back of my leg. He pushes it out, there's blood running down my leg and onto the table and everything. And he's like, getting ready to leave. And he says, I'll send a nurse in to patch that up. And he's about to open the door and I'm like, hey, doctor dude. He looks at me and he goes, what about these hives? Oh my God, you will not believe what he said to me. He looks at me. He looked directly at my face, my swollen, covered in hives face, and said, do you have hives? Oh my God. I know ER doctors see like a million patients a night, but you still have to take the time to read the chart so you don't make mistakes. And look at your patient, you know, because you're a doctor and you're supposed to look at your patient. I'm like, you just cut into my leg. My leg is covered in hives. You're looking at my face. My face is covered in hives. You literally are asking me if I have hives. Oh my God, really? And he goes, well, I'll prescribe you something for that. I could not wait to get out of that ER. It was the worst experience. I'm like, oh my God, I could have died. Because I literally laid on that table with blood dripping out of the back of my leg for like 15 to 20 minutes before nurse finally came in and goes, oh, you're not patched up yet. Walks out of the room, takes another 15 and 20 and then comes back and goes, okay, I'm ready to patch you up now. Like seriously, I'm like lying on a table with blood dripping out of my legs for 20 minutes before someone decides it's time to, I don't know, close my wounds, put a pack in it and put bandages over it, probably could have gotten an infection. I mean, but that hospital has been sued so many times. I heard last week they're getting sued in another wrongful death claim. I mean, ERs are just the absolute worst. So I don't know, maybe rethink the whole I'm Batman jump off your roof thing and so you don't have to go to the ER. But if you want to take the risk, by all means, jump off your roof, go to the ER. I mean, my cousin went to the ER once with like a really high fever. She sat in the ER so long that she went to the bathroom, laid on the floor just because it was cold. I'm, and I'm looking at her and I'm like, dude, what if you died? What if you died on the bathroom floor of an emergency room in a hospital? That would be terrible. But that's basically what emergency rooms are. They're just giant places you go to wait to die. 
because you're probably going to die before you see a doctor or the doctor will kill you. At least in my local hospital, that's what's going to happen. But yeah, it was just a terrible, terrible experience. And if you guys have had like a really terrible experience with hitchhikers or an emergency room, if you've got a horror story to tell me, please leave it below or to the side or at the top or I don't know, wherever the comments are. And tell me your story. We'll chit chat about it next time. I mean, I've got like a million horror stories about my life that I'm going to share with you guys. So you might as well share it back with me, right? Yes. So thank you guys for tuning in to my podcast. I know I talked a lot about hitchhiking and emergency room horror stories. I mean, they have tender nightmares. Maybe they should have ER nightmares. I'm pretty sure there are like a million people in the world with emergency room nightmares. But let me know what you guys think. And this has been a really good talk. See you later.